Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. What is your favorite breakfast food? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, I'm asking you this because there has been a survey uh, about breakfast food oh, okay. and our habits with breakfast food. I'm loving breakfast food. Well, a lot of people are loving breakfast food. In fact, actually, part of the survey was uh, about how people have made breakfast food all the time food. Mm. So, like, more and more people are all in for breakfast for dinner, or as we call it at our house, BFD. That's cute. It's just the it's just the first letters of each of those words: breakfast for dinner. Creative. So, yeah, thanks. Very creative. Also, could be a, a little sweary if you're not careful. True. True. But what I think that this actually says is that um, Americans are lazy. Really? Because breakfast food, this is total, I'm going to I'm gonna totally just call out millennials for no apparent reason, like, and I don't really think this, but it just seems to go along with the narrative, like, nobody, you know, wants to, like, cook anything, so they're like, I'll just make eggs and eat some sausage. Um, I would like to blame baby boomers for this, then, because they're the ones... Who served us breakfast for lunch oh, yeah. at school? So yes. you got also, breakfast for lunch. We yeah. get every once in a while. We get like French toast or something. French toast sticks. Yeah, yeah. for lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you also were at like a lazy school. That was totally I mean, a treat at my house growing up. Was like breakfast for dinner. Yes. I mean, I love when people say they can cook, and they're like, "What do you cook? Like eggs?" Eggs. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is your favorite breakfast food? Now, this is interesting though because the <clears throat> breakfast trends change. Oh. Um. Because years ago, you probably wouldn't have seen avocado show up on a favorite breakfast oh, food God, list. No. So I'll let me give you the top ten breakfast foods. You're going to be shocked about some of it. Okay, so number I'm roll my eyes at all. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Okay, um, hit me. Okay, so number one is eggs. Okay, just generally yeah. speaking, how do you like eggs? Your eggs? Well, it depends. What am I eating? Like this morning, I had polenta with eggs over medium and balsamic vinegar. Bless you. Are you so fancy? No, I'm really not that fancy. It just was one of those moments where I was, I had a hankering. So I made that yum, but usually I scramble my eggs. Okay. That's number one eggs. By the way, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is your favorite breakfast food? And it doesn't have to be an item like eggs. It can be like a dish at a restaurant or something. Okay. Number two, sausage. Sausage. That's second sausage. place. Yeah. Sausage. Do you say? Do you legit? No, I say, say sausage. sausage. That's my. Okay. That was my Jenny from Chicago. Sausage. 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 Um, third place, and this is where I'm like, we got it wrong. Tied for third, bacon and pancakes. 
First of all, bacon should be above sausage. I don't care who you are. And probably above eggs, but that's a different story. That we don't need to talk about that. Okay, so that they tied for third. Then next we had toast, then waffles, avocado, cereal, breakfast sandwiches, and then bananas. That's weird that they include like eggs, bacon, sausage, and then they go to breakfast sandwich, which right? is just a combo platter of, of all those a lot things. of those things. I will say it really depends on what you're talking about because there are different breakfast people. And I know this because I go to breakfast a lot. Usually on Saturday morning after the gym, we uh-huh. go to breakfast. And there are the people who do like the bowls. Yep. There are the people who do the Sammies. Yep. There are the people that do a like, classic breakfast. That's me. I'm the classic breakfast person. I want my eggs, my meat, my uh, potatoes. And just uh, a nice well rounded maybe meal. A, maybe a nice uh, pianciac. Sure. But then I usually get an English muffin. Thanks for asking my order. It's usually poached eggs because I just them. like the, I, because I I never make poached eggs. So that's the only time I can ever eat poached eggs. Yeah. I so get it. ordering scrambled eggs seems dumb, but that's an opinion. So that thanks is an for opinion. asking. But I mean, you get to have that today. Uh, let's go to the phones. Caitlin's on the line. Hi, Caitlin. Caitlin, what is your favorite breakfast food? Hi, Caitlin. Hello? Hi. Hi. Oh, I was going to say egg sandwich, but also I was going to say oh. Lynn 65 has the most amazing breakfast ramen. Oh. Okay. If so you haven't tried that. I, it's well, really I've never, interesting. I've never been there for breakfast, but you have just put that on my list for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, breakfast so ramen. Good. I'm Yum. in. Thank you, Caitlin. I'm going to have to look that up. Okay. So can I ask you, yeah. Colleen, what's yours? I, uh, there is, I love eggs. Like, I love eggs so much that I will eat eggs as a snack. I will eat eggs if I've come home late after baseball games or whatever. I feel like we're listening to whatever. a Dr. Seuss book. I, I will love, eat eggs after a game. I will. I will eat eggs without shame. But if it's late and, like, we haven't planned dinner and the kids maybe drove through somewhere, I will I will not eat the drive through I will go home and make eggs. Always eggs. I love, and I just like them. I love eggs. You mean you love eggs and you like them. You love them. I love and like them. Do you like them? I like them and love I love them. them. Both. Yeah, you love them. Shauna's on the line. Hi, Shauna. What is your favorite breakfast food, Shauna? Well, I like eggs, too. Eggs. Usually, I'll do a hard workout in the morning, and then I'll come home and eat eggs, add peppers to it, mushrooms, mm. and sausage, and some bacon, just so I get my protein so I'm not hungry when I go to work. But yeah, I love eggs too, with a little bit of cheese and onions in it too. I just yeah. feel like eggs are like the perfect food. Thank you, Shauna. You can do so many things with them. I do. National I, Egg Council has paid for this. I'm telling segment. you. I'm telling you. I, I wish eggs loved me as much as Holly, I love them. What's your favorite breakfast food? Coffee. Oh God! Yes. I can't believe that didn't make the list. Can I tell you what did not make the list that surprises me? French toast. French toast is on the list, but but. Like oatmeal's not on the list. Oh yeah, I that eat oatmeal every me. day. Yeah, I, and oatmeal people are oatmeal people. Yeah. you know, like I, people who eat oatmeal eat it. What are you saying? Just saying, like people who like oatmeal eat it every I mean, day. I, it is delicious. I love it too. I just am not in an oatmeal phase but right now. It feels now. like a judgment, is what I'm going to say. No, <laughs> I feel judged no, a little I don't. Bit. That we eat oatmeal. No, what I'm every saying day. is, like, I mean, you're over there eating eggs. No, every people. Day. What I'm saying is, people aren't usually casual <laughs> oatmeal eaters. What is a non-casual oatmeal eater, please? You, like, because you oatmeal eat it every day. day. Describe you know what? this here's, for me. Here's the thing, Colleen. You're right. Thank you. Because my guy eats oatmeal every single yes. day. He makes it in the instant pot. Yes. Okay, that's but what thing. do you eat for breakfast? Eggs. Every day. 
So you're not a casual egg eater? No, I'm not. I'm an okay. egg eater. <laughs> Let's talk to Tim. Tim, what's your favorite breakfast food, Tim? Uh, well, my typical, I should say typical, my everyday breakfast is coffee and what I refer to as fruit, but is actually natural fruit flavors, uh, which is actually the main ingredient, uh, maybe not even the main ingredient, but one of the ingredients in Diet Mountain Dew. Oh, <laughs> look at you. I thought so, you were going to say Fruit Loops or something, but that was a stretch yeah, right there. Yeah, actually, if I'm going to eat a big meal early in the morning, in my dream... In a greasy little diner is a cheeseburger, onion rings, a bowl of chili, oh and a chocolate malt. God, and then Tim. a nap for four days? Jeez. Since, since I, I was a nine-year-old paper boy. Wow. In the little town, I'd go to the diner, and uh, that was breakfast of champions, man. That's Thank that's, you, Tim. That is champions. That's impressive. I have a friend who every time we go out, I shouldn't say every time, a lot of times we go out to breakfast, he'll get a burger, and I'm like, how can you do non-breakfast items for breakfast. Well, you know, I I will say, I think this is very interesting. There is a large percent of people who just simply don't eat breakfast. Uh, And this was all part of this uh, survey about America's favorite breakfast foods. 45% of people skip breakfast altogether. That's just And they say, these are the reasons why. One, I'm not hungry in the morning. Two, I don't have time. And three, I don't think breakfast is all that important. Oh, God, it's so wrong. What? Uh, let's let Karen have the final word. Hey, Karen, what is, uh, what's your favorite breakfast food? Eggs Benedict with a smoked applewood bacon. Mm. Oh, that sounds real good. You don't make Lots that. Lots of hollandaise. You don't make that yourself. That feels like a lot of work. No, I make it. You do? Okay. Yeah, it's really easy. Okay, when can I come over for breakfast? Saturday morning. Okay, I'll see you then. Thank you, Karen. (laughs) Have a great day. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley Trainer has been tracking our celebrities at sea during their vacation. I, I. He is going to tell us. Or something. I, I, or ahoy. Uh, He'll be telling us where those celebrities are. And, uh, oh, man, the future is now. You're not going to believe what this girl did when she had her phone taken away. We'll tell you after this on My Talk 1071. Just kidding. Celebrities at Sea, Bradley Trainer, uh, celebrity at Sea Tracker Extraordinaire, is here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. All the celebrities have uh, evacuated Hollywood and are on yachts. Evacuate Hollywood. <laughs> so, Bradley, being the uh, yacht tracker that he is, has a very uncanny way of knowing exactly where the celebrities are in time and space. Yeah, so this is interesting. You can anybody you can play the home game if you want. If you know the name of a vessel that a celebrity is on, so sometimes in tabloids um, they'll give the name of the yacht, which is how we started this process. It all began with Kylie Jenner announcing that she was headed to uh, the Mediterranean. I think it's the Mediterranean, right? That's the Mediterranean. Yeah, that's the Mediterranean. Um, on a uh, yacht, and they gave the name, and the name is Tranquility. Well, once you know the name of the yacht, you can just type it into websites like marinetraffic.com, and it'll literally show you where that uh, vessel is in time and space. And you can actually track um, like where it's been, where it's going, and currently, would you like to know where Kylie Jenner yes, is? Yes, I, I would love to know. Holy buckets, there's... 
Like the world is just teeming with yachts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all up on top of each other. Uh, they're currently in the Ligurian Sea, which is basically the south of France slash the north of Italy. And they made their way. Remember, they were over in Genoa. Yep. And they were uh, having salami. Yep. They were having some salami with the peppercorns. And then they went down to um, southern France. And now they are just north of Nice in uh where is this place yeah i think i would say nice is probably the closest big city i don't know all these little places i in thought France. i thought all her nieces were on the- <laughs> <laughs> it was funny of you um but anyway so yeah so you can see that now that's fascinating right like they're on they're literally just shuttling around from one ridiculously fabulous place to another they so crazy. i think went to monaco oh wait no that's where they are right now yeah that is monaco yeah, okay, so they're in Monaco, or Monte Carlo. Is that the same thing? Yes, I don't know. Uh, Monte Carlo okay. is in Monaco. Okay, so yeah, Monaco is the principality. Monte Carlo, presumably, is the city. Mm-hmm. Anyway, regardless, that's where they are currently just um, tootling around. And yesterday, I came across a story about somebody else being very... You know, a lot of celebrities are in this area. Miley Cyrus uh, was... In this particular area, a lot of celebrities this time of year apparently vacation in this part of the world. Yeah. And so I was trying to track down and see if I could find some other celebrities. Well, it turns out there's another celebrity that's literally just around the corner uh, from um, our good friend Kylie Jenner. She's a good friend. And I mean, they do feel very close to her right now since we're tracking her whereabouts. I mean, that's not creepy or weird, right? That's so creepy and also very weird. Also, just... A little further south, near Cannes, is none other than Leonardo DiCaprio and Sean Penn. Oh, together on the same yacht? Yep, they are literally together on the same yacht. And Holly helped me figure this out yesterday. They are on a yacht called the... We had to do some, like... Because the other th- here's the other thing. This is how it makes it so easy to play the home game. So once you know the name, great, but how do you find out the name? Well, they don't always write the name in the article, yeah. but they will take pictures. Yeah. And very often... The boats have the names on, or the ships have their name written across a sign. Right. So the one that Brad, uh, or excuse me, Leonardo DiCaprio and Sean Penn are on, they chartered a yacht called Nita, uh-huh. N-I-T-A, mm-hmm. K-2. So they're on the Nita K-2, uh-huh. and they are currently, like I said, not far from Khan. And then, like, for example, with Tranquility, that's not the only vessel that's named Tranquility. So you'll get, like, a list of all the vessels named it'll Tranquility. Say yacht, barge. Yep. And it'll tell you generally where they are. So if you know already, yeah. oh, Kylie Jenner is in, you know, this particular area. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. You pick that one and then you can... See where it's been, where it's going. You can see the old path it's taken. The future is now, man. You can track celebrities on their yachts from the comfort of your own computer in Minnesota. Yeah, absolutely. You know what else you can do? What? Tweet from your refrigerator. Wait, what? No, this is true. Why would I tweet from my refrigerator? Well, you probably wouldn't because I don't think you're... I mean, I'm not trying to insult your refrigerator, but I don't think your refrigerator's smart. No. I mean, we've got an ice maker. I mean, that's... And it's got an alarm, so when I open it in the middle of the night and try to have a snack when I shouldn't... It, it alerts everybody? Yeah. Well, uh, no, this, th- this gal has a smart refrigerator. So, here's what happened. 15-year-old Dorothy, she's a huge Ariana Grande fan, and uh, she tweets a lot about her love of Ariana Grande, and she is trying to keep up her Twitter profile so that she continues to, you know, get the attention she deserves for her love of Ariana Grande. Well, her mother did what moms are want to do and uh, stole, took her phone away. She was like, you are tweeting too much. You need to put this thing down, took her phone away. And Dorothy was like, I got to figure out how to reach my thousands of followers. Okay. So she grabbed her, like, Nintendo DS, mm-hmm. fired up Twitter there, and tweeted from there, and was like, hey, you guys, um, I my mom took my phone away, but I'm going to keep trying to tweet, just so you know, I'm here, it's just not as easy as it used to be. Well, her mom was like, uh, excuse me, you can tweet from your Nintendo? She's like, yeah. So her mom took the Nintendo away. She did it again from her Wii, her mom took her Wii away. Finally, she tweets this. I do not know if this is going to tweet. I am talking to my refrigerator. What the heck? My mom confiscated all my electronics again. She was tweeting from her LG smart fridge with Alexa. What? The future is now, you that guys. That is a thing? That is a thing. That's insane. I don't. I did not know you could tweet from your refrigerator. Apparently you can. Not my refrigerator or oh my yours, God. but you got to get smart one of those. We'll be back with D-Bag. We've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. Douchebag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. <sighs> Jada Pinkett Smith. Jeez, oh, is it because of what I think it's about? I don't know. What do you think it's about? Uh, why are they talking so much? Yes. Okay. So I'm glad you put this on the list. She was on uh, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and um, he asked why th- uh, he, why she, Jada Pinkett Smith, and Will Smith allowed cameras into their mar- marital issues. The two of them kind of just like spilled all the beans right on the red table during their red table talks. Mm-hmm. 
Talked about all their business. Mm -hmm. And this is what she said. Mm -hmm. What was really important about Will and I doing that show together? Two things. First of all, it was really kind of to get rid of the idea that people in the public eye have perfect relationships. We were kind of sick of living up to that. We were real sick of it. And then second of all, really having myself and Will come and talk about a relationship. Sometimes you just see women do it alone or you see a guy do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So then she goes on to say about Will Smith being so vulnerable about his shortcomings, us coming together and taking responsibility for both our parts and also Will being the successful guy that he is and being willing to share what his pitfalls were in the relationship and in his family. You can't imagine how many other successful men called and said, wow, my wife has been saying all the same things for years because you said it, it opened my eyes and because you said it, I'm willing to listen. Okay. Two things. Number one, girl, let me shorten all that up for you. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All you needed to say was the following words. We wanted attention. Mm-hmm. Three words. We. I needed a atten- job. <laughs> exactly. There is no, nothing more than we did it to get people to watch. We wanted to tell our business so that people would watch. We wanted attention. That's that's why you did it. Yeah, they wanted a gig from Facebook. That's all it was. Don't, we don't need to do all this I other mean, double speak. It's fine. Uh, you know, that's the story that she's telling people. That's the story that I don't buy. That's just the story that's coming out of her mouth. And she is not one of those people who's who I take as very genuine. I imagine that they are the kind of people. And again, what do I know? But I think I know a thing or two. They strike me as the kind of people that you start talking to at a dinner party and really quickly you're like, Oh my God, how do I get out of this conversation? Because I am being sucked into the orbit of these people's lives in a way that I did not ask for. And anything that they even try to engage you with will only be in sort of a boomerang ricochet manner that will come back and suck you into their universe even more so. Yeah. And I can't think of anything more mind numbing. It's terrible. It's unbelievable. Now, here's the second piece of my debaggery from them today. The last part of what she said, which was basically, essentially, how many men came to Will and were like, oh my gosh, my wife has been saying all those things, but I didn't listen to her. But now that you said it, I'm like, oh, I better listen. Do you hear what she was saying? The men wouldn't listen to the women in their lives that were giving feedback. But once Will mansplained it to everybody... Then they, they understood. Suddenly they were willing to listen. He was a man speaking to men. I, I'm No, I don't have time for that. I don't have time don't, for it either. Because uh, that's like sort of this like gendery thing where like men are dumb and don't have feelings and they can't talk to each other about what's really going on. It's just, it's, it's again, it's, it's something a lot of people will relate to. Like, I don't doubt for a minute that it's working for them. Right. right. So I don't want to take away like, you know, you do you. I'll be over here doing me, but I don't, I don't uh, buy into that kind of conversation. Like, <clears throat> first of all, I think there, this is my own personal opinion. You can tell me to stuff it. I don't think it's generally a very good idea to share the inner workings of your relationship with a bunch of people. No, I think it's, it, yeah. It, or if you're going to do it, be honest about why you did it. Yes, but why I say don't do it is because then everybody's going to have an opinion about your life. And do you really need that? Do you want that? They have therapists for that. Exactly. Right? We pay people to hear that. Like you you bring everybody into your life and they're going to be there. Right. And they're not going to have your best intentions in mind. They got their own attitudes and opinions and goals in life. And right. 
um, why you're making your life other people's work is not generally a good idea. No, I think that's a good point. Anyway, just so you know, um, she's got a whole lot of words to explain why she does things. Yeah, And I generally find that when celebrities are talking about their celebrity and stuff, that's uh-huh. generally a very fascinating conversation I want to hear more of. That's sarcasm. Hey, I'm not trying to sound too bitchy, but I kind of have heard all, enough do. out of those two. I mean, you they, know, they serve it up. Yeah. Well, I also <laughs> again and back to like the whole thing about like people are going to have opinions with this particular story that they're telling. My opinions mostly revolve around the fact that they're airing all of that dirty laundry at a table with their children. Ugh. Yeah, which is just like there are boundary issues, whether it's your children whether it's your like her friends, whether yes. it's your coworkers, whether it's your family. I mean, her mom is there. Like, yeah. you, you know, that, I don't know that that's a good thing. And also the reason I don't think it's a good thing, it might be good for them. See, this is the other thing that we get caught up in when it comes to celebrities. And we were talking a little bit about this with Elizabeth Reese, that like when you have the privilege to do those things, bully for you, do it. I can't understand the life that you live with all of the the money and resources and opportunities to speak openly about really hard and difficult things. Um, like they have the privilege to do that. Do it. But for the average person, they don't always have the ability to do the same thing, right? So, like, but they don't have that awareness. Like, she doesn't have the awareness that when she's being completely open, um, like, she gets to do that because there's a financial benefit for her. Right. There is a career benefit. There is a structure in place. She has support, whether it's emotional, psychiatric. She has health insurance. She has, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all the stuff that, like, uh, people just walking through the world think, you know, look to her for advice. And it's like, I don't, I don't know that I would take advice from somebody who hasn't walked in your shoes. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, We've we've said our piece. I'm sorry. I feel like my D bag was your D bag. I mean, we share everything on this show. We share D bag. But oh I know, I know you have your Why own. Why does she rub today. me the wrong way? She rubs me the wrong way too, and we talk and about it all bad, the time. I does she what? rub Nobody... anyone the right way? Well, That's apparently Will Smith. Oh, girl. <laughs> so stop it. Yeah, and she'll show us exactly like, if you ask just enough. Go have sex for pay per view. I mean, just get it done. That's, isn't that what you and want then to do? We don't have to do this anymore. The problem is, right. they are insatiable. I wish her all the best in her life. I believe that. (laughs) I really, no, No, I truly, I I absolutely, I truly, absolutely do. But what I said was, I think she's speaking to a very small audience that can relate to her. But that's me. Okay. Now I will change my opinions for this D-bag. See what you think of this. Um, Do you remember a guy named Jonathan Chabon? Oh, food god. The food god. Yes. Self-styled, self-called food god. Mm Mm-hmm. Who is a Jonathan Chabon? He basically like shot to fame as Kim Kardashian's bestie mm-hmm. and rode her coattails. Mm-hmm. That's basically how we know him. So he, I saw this article in In Touch Weekly, shame on me, but the article says Kim Kardashian's BFF Jonathan Chabon epically roasts troll who calls him, quote, a bad actor. Okay, so I see something like that, and it's catnip, right? Yes. Because I love to poke fun at Jonathan Chabon. You're like, I want to roll around in that. Extreme food douchebaggery. 
epically roast. Like, wow. Like, I that's see, big. I want to see an epic roast. What is your expectation for an epic epic roast? It's it's a epic. high. It's epic. Yeah. Yeah, right? So, apparently, he took to Instagram on Tuesday to slam a troll who'd called him a bad actor. Okay. Okay. So, there's a video um, that he posted, and uh, he says... I was in food god heaven till she ruined it and um, puts a whatever face. I don't even know what you call that emoji. Um, anyway, this video that he posted on Instagram. It looks like a mad one. Yeah. Um, he Steam coming out of the nose. He posted this video and it didn't take long for one person to slam him in the video that he posted, which is just him like pretending you know, to have an opinion or an attitude or a feeling or an emotion. Yeah. It didn't take long for one person to slam him. And she said, quote, such bad acting. Okay. So she just saw the video, had an opinion about his acting, literally just said such bad acting. Now, are you ready for the epic troll? Can't wait. Epic. The epic slam. Quote, I'm not an actor, idiot. Oh, Seriously? So then there's another epic troll. Um, Apparently, in the same thread, another troll, quote, wrote, what a waste of food. To which he responded, epic troll, wait, except for people that uh, came to the party, worry about your own food. So the person said, what a waste of food. And he said, except for the people that came to the party, worry about your own food. To which In Touch Weekly says, and this is why I made them a D-bag as well, mic drop. No. That was not a mic drop. That was not an epic troll. That wasn't even a set He was literally just responding to somebody who had an opinion. And frankly, the opinion was correct. Oh. I just hate when they promise you one thing and then they don't deliver on it. Yeah, that oh. sick burn didn't even need any ointment. Come no, on. Yeah, yes, it wasn't even burn. a burn. It just sort of like was hot. It was hot, mildly hot to the touch. That's like when you are eating that first like spoonful of chili and you're afraid that you're going to burn your mouth. So then you grab for the ice water right away. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. you. Th- there was no burn. That wasn't even that. That was like you think you're about to get a mouthful of fiery hot chili. And so you cautiously put it on your tongue and it turns out to be room temperature. That's what just happened. Yeah. Mic drop. No. Worry about your own food. Okay. Thanks for that. Epic troll. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, the Chrisleys have been in the news. Oh, God. Turns out, you know, they do that show, Chrisley Knows Best. Turns out, Chrisley knows worse. We'll tell you about it after this on My Talk 107. Are you ready for the latest about Chrisley Knows Best? No. Really, I guarantee you're not. Uh, We're going to get you up to speed on what we know so far and the new information on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bradley, what is the latest? Okay, so I saw this story earlier today, and I was like, whoa, this has reached a new level. Uh, Chrisley Knows Best is a reality show that some people have watched. 
I'll confess I've never seen it. I've seen clips, and I've always just had thoughts about these people. Anyway, they're not good. I will um, just say really quickly, because I did not realize that this show was still on the air. Yeah. Uh, it is. It's in its seventh season, and I can't even say I know who the Chrisleys are or what they know best about. However, yep. they're in the news for a very specific reason. Yeah, because they surrendered to authorities on Wednesday morning um, after they were indicted on a range of tax evasion and fraud charges from the Northern District of Georgia's attorney's office. So we know that that actually happened yesterday. And we talked about it on the show yesterday that the indictment happened. This came after they gave everyone a heads up that things were about to go south. And that's partly what was so weird about it was the explanation that was given by him. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Um, and then what exactly sort of shook out in the allegations? Yeah, absolutely. And so that was our conversation yesterday. Well, today the headlines are get this. Oh my God, you're not even going to believe this. Todd Chrisley's daughter claims he extorted her over a sex tape. What? Uh, excuse me? Hold the phone. So I got a big bag of popcorn and sidled up to this story. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Thanks for sharing the popcorn, jerk. Oh, sorry. Oh, my I, God, names. Sorry, that was rude. I got I got hangry. Go did on. you go to jerk that was rude. over popcorn? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Anyway, anyway um, it turns out, if you believe TMZ and, you know, if this is true or there's some... Uh, actual reporting around it. No doubt we'll see this go beyond TMZ and other places like the Daily Mail. That his daughter ran to cops a month uh, or so before he was indicted on the tax fraud charges that we talked about. And she claimed that he tried to extort her with a sex tape to get her to lie about their financial deals. Oh, man. So, and what's even creepier about this is Lindsay, the daughter, who apparently is also estranged from the family. Um, She filed a police report last month in Georgia, which alleged, among other things, that Chase, her brother, and her father were harassing her and threatening her with a sex tape of hers that she believed Chase had purchased. Ooh, what? So if you are to believe this story, her brother bought a sex tape of his sister to hold against her. Oh my gosh, that's disgusting. That's nasty. So in the <laughs> yes, that's like the that is like the like least right. That's, nasty. That way was to an say understatement. That's, na- that's no, nasty. Vile. That's nasty. That's thank you. Very nasty. In the police report obtained by TMZ, uh, Lindsay again, she's the estranged daughter slash sister. She claimed that her dad and her brother threatened to release that tape 
if she didn't lie about a certain, quote, incident. And Lindsay says that the lie and that incident was around, um, were related anyway to the testimony about their parents' tax mess. That is, listen, first of all, money does crazy things to people. Well, money makes people do crazy things. Yeah, exactly. But it all like, especially in families, Yeah, it can just tear people apart. And it, in this case, if this is true, you know, wanting to hide whatever was happening with the money made them do something disgusting and horrible yeah, and abusive. Now, um, as for the particular allegations made by the daughter, uh, Todd Chrisley says that this is a bunch of hooey and that he and his son did not buy a sex tape of their daughter's sister. I have a, okay, first of all, if there's a sex tape that exists, that might, you know what I mean? Well, like, and allegedly this sex tape includes her and a Bachelor star. Oh, mm-hmm. see, I mean, I think there's so many ways that we'll be able to, that they'll be able to investigate and find out how real this is, right? Because if a sex tape exists, if somebody has possession of that, it, you know, all of those things, they can check that. Yeah. You know what else is creepy about this is they say that she, the daughter, is maybe responsible for them getting indicted in the first place. So remember yesterday when we talked about how they tried to game the system and give us all a heads up that, hey, these indictments are probably going to happen. But it was really just a mix up and a crazy person who was trying to extort them. Yeah. Like are this. they saying that it was her? Well, they're saying that that person, that was a real person, not her. Oh, okay. But in addition to that person or in spite of that person, that she is responsible or the reason why he and Julie got indicted in the first place, although there's really no reason why. So what that makes me think is they are literally just, I don't know, that doesn't make them look good. That you're now accusing your daughter of being the one responsible for getting you behind bars. They sound like they are in full on panic mode. Yeah. And they are trying to throw anything at this story to make themselves look like they're not culpable at all for whatever. And oh, this is one of those cases where if they would lay low and just keep quiet, it might not have grabbed headlines in the same way. But getting out in front of the story actually made it the story. And now it's like, it sounds like they're fighting for their lives trying to get it. Oh, yeah. To go to look like it's going their way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, again, there's just something that doesn't seem real with these two. And that's my own personal judgment. Yeah. And I realize that. But when you look at them, you're like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't know. You want me to believe that your daughter uh, concocted a cockamamie story to get you uh, indicted? Like you can hate your parents. Yeah. And be um, what's the word? Uh, disc, not disgruntled. Estranged? Estranged. Okay. Yeah, you can be estranged from your parents and not want them to be behind federal bars. Right. Like, I don't buy that. So, mm, the fact that you're willing to implicate your own child against you, in addition to some nefarious man who is, you know, cooking the books, allegedly behind the scenes, mm, I don't I feel like I'm not buying it. I'm going to have to watch this show. 
Because I need to understand who these people are better. Yeah. And like what the show is about and why I'm supposed to care. Uh, I watched a, a three minute and 20 second Chrisley Knows Best funny moments reel. Did you it laugh? It was not funny, actually. It, it was not funny. It was actually painful. So I'm telling you, Colleen, good luck. <laughs> I'll take one for the team. Thank you. All right. We'll talk about that a different time. Now, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your favorite Chinese food dish? American Chinese food. American Chinese food dish. Very specifically. We're going to tell you why we're asking and uh, get to your answers after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.